Welcome to Collars Curls on the Sofa podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our podcast. I'm here today with Natalie Bell of Colors Krill. Today, we are going to talk about Cayman Fund launches, practical top tips, and pitfalls. My name is Laura Dasensau. I'm Commercial Director of TMF, based in Cayman Islands. TMF is a global service provider, and we form funds, provide registered office, fund administration, and regulatory and governance services and here next to me is Natalie Bell. She is a partner in the corporate finance and funds team at Colors Creel in the Cayman Islands. She has a broad and varied corporate and funds practice and spends a lot of time working with emerging managers of all types of alternative investment funds, helping them to structure and launch their first funds or their first offshore structures. Today, Natalie and I are going to be asking each other some of the questions that we get from clients about the fund launch processes and happy to share um, experiences. First, I'm going to get Natalie's insight on some of the questions my clients have asked me. The first question is, do you need counsel involved when you're setting up a fund? I have to say, when, when you first suggested that as a question, I was a bit taken aback. It's quite shocking to me that people want to launch funds without getting fund counsel involved. Um, but obviously they do ask you that. And I can, on reflection, sort of see why they would do that, because perhaps they've set up a fund before and they think, you know, we just need the same, exactly the same thing over again, but for some slightly different strategy. So copy and paste and we've done it all before. Come on, Laura, can you launch this for us? Um, so, you know, it, it, it isn't as crazy a question as, as it initially sounds. Um, and you obviously do come across it quite quite regularly. So, so you know, how do we add value? I think, you know, the, the key thing is that it might seem like, oh, we're just launching another fund, it's going to be the same. But often it's not. Often there's a reason that you're launching another fund, either because the investors are a different group of people, a different pool of people that are coming from a different place, or because um, the strategy is a little bit different. And all of those things might lead to tweaks into how the fund's set up and the terms of the fund. It might mean that there's different tax treatment, different regulatory treatment. There might be different, um, different terms that you need to include. For example, previously, if the asset pool was very liquid, you may not have had things like side pocketing, um, you know, in the terms of the fund. Whereas this time, you might you might need that. So there are just little things that can make quite big changes to how we structure the fund. So it's always worth getting um, council involved to check that you're on the right lines. I did there, for example, also mention tax things. That's not something that we would advise on, but it's certainly something that we would be able to spot where there might be an issue and make sure that your clients are getting the necessary advice. Um, so I think that's really important. And then the other thing is, of course, that regulation is changing all the time. And we've been in a period recently of very rapidly changing legislation. And so it's really a good idea to make sure that the way you had things structured before um, still works. I, I've had clients come to me recently where they were setting up private funds previously um, that didn't need to be regulated and they have just gone and replicated that structure several, several times over the last um, couple of years and because they didn't go and get advice they've just continued to set them up as unregulated funds and now they're in a situation where they're having to remediate that situation so it is really important because the regulatory environment might have changed and you might not have spotted that yet until you go to launch your next fund 
Um, so that's really important. No, it's very interesting. Um, so what I hear you say is really every fund launch is very tailored. Uh, it cannot really be copied because you just have so many different for, you know, factors that you have to, uh, to look into. So it's really important to have council's um, input on it from the get-go. Absolutely, and more so now than, than ever before, I think. Yeah, I think also maybe it's also on the on the price point, right? Because initially the the managers may you know want to save costs at the uh, at fund launch, but eventually if you have to remediate that, that's gonna be more costly than you now involving council from the start. Yeah, agreed. And on to the second question: At what stage do you think council would need to be involved? Yeah, well, we're leading quite nicely into that, weren't we? And I'd say you know as early as possible in the process. Uh, one of the things I absolutely love about my job is talking to, to managers and helping them to think about different structures they might use or, you know, what options, what kind of funds they need or uh, and all of that at the outset. And I think, you know, that the earlier we can be involved, the better, because the, the um, faster we can make sure that they're looking at the right structure um, and moving in the right direction. I think people tend to like to wait a little bit um, and they, they sometimes don't want to start the clock running in terms of legal fees from too early in the process but we do tend to work on either fixed fees or you know we'll do our initial calls um without charging you know until we're properly onboarded and we'll, we'll sort of ha happy to have those initial structuring calls um without necessarily starting the clock so i would say involve us as early as possible yes i think that most managers would appreciate that especially that you can you know, have some fixed costs up front and they can budget for it you know during the uh, this year because there's obviously always a forecast uh, that's involved with setting up funds definitely and in your opinion Natalie what are the key items that clients need to know when setting up a Cayman fund that's a really good question and it's you know it's, I, I guess that it's a good thing to go through is to like what do I want to know from clients when they come to me um, and I think obviously the first step is a sort of commercial one. They need to have a very clear strategy and be able to articulate that and have some allocations that they're confident that they, they have and they can rely on. Um, it's really important to know where the investors are going to be and, and who they are in terms of like what type of, of investors are they? Are they individuals, family trusts, things like that? Or are they, um, are they institutional investors? And where are they based? Uh, because that's really going to determine what kind of structure they need, whether they need a master feeder structure, whether they just need a single standalone Cayman fund. Um, and also it's going to determine who they need to get involved and, and what advice they need in terms of um, offering rules into which jurisdictions and all of that kind of thing. Um, the other thing that managers often disregard is the regulatory environment in the country that they're actually based in. Sometimes we get um, managers coming to us saying we want to set up a Cayman fund or a Cayman manager, um, and you know we like that regulatory regime. But then you drill down into where they're based or where they're going to be operating, and you realise that actually they need to really consider um, the rules in those jurisdictions um, and how they might um, come into play, and, and whether they need regulation in those in those jurisdictions, and also of course the tax implications. That so you know it's not always. 
um, possible to only have Cayman Council involved. You need to get advice in those jurisdictions. So it's really important to know those sorts of things as well. Would you then recommend that the first step is actually to go to Onshore Council and then reach out to Cayman Council? Or what is your experience there? It's often the way around that we see it. Often we get people going to onshore council first and then coming to us, but actually we quite often see people coming to us first and we can then identify where they need to go and who they need to get advice from. So we can work in either way. Yes, oh, good, good to know. And last but not least, how do you see your cooperation with other providers such as administrators, auditors, etc.? I really think that making our clients have the best, making sure our clients have their team around us is essential to a successful launch. And we really pride ourselves in having good relationships with other service providers and knowing our, the other service providers that we work with quite well so that we can identify who would be best for the particular manager and for their fund based on what their strategy is, where they're based, all of those sorts of things, um, you know, how large the fund is. And we, and we can um, introduce them to the right people for their particular circumstances. Um, and then, you know, I, I really think it helps clients enormously when we all work together um, as a team and we know each other well and we can really cooperate well. Absolutely. Yes, I agree. I agree with that. And, you know, some clients would need as you said, a specific type of, um, of service provider, right? For a small fund, they may need, you know, more of a boutique firm, or it really depends on, uh, on yeah, on the fund Absolutely. and how big it is and then what kind of providers they, um, yeah, they'd like, but also maybe also their existing providers, right? It's, uh, that's what we see also. Definitely, it's really making sure they have the right team for them. Great, yeah, thank you so much for that insight.